Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to the Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fears with another episode. Practice matches have started, injuries are happening, drafts are kicking off across the country and uh yeah we're back back with another episode and we're going to talk some moves and what's happened and all this these sort of things jonathan what the hell happened to you mate we um we were meant to draft over in adelaide you've broken your back seems like on purpose oh well well you're from the frankston area steve and you know what shit drivers are floating around (laughs) and especially that western port highway and hall road roundabout that's an absolute I call it Thunderdome because you just take your life into your own hands going through that thing and I'm looking right, waiting for, you know, the cars to go past before it accelerate, but the guy behind me doesn't know what a brake is and gave me a love tap up the back and, um, yeah, sprained pelvis, bruising, no good. Whiplash, no good. No, good song, but not a good injury. Certainly not, but, um, but um, extra strength, deep heat, certainly my friend and also a very good chiropractor. Uh, horse liniment, they tell me, Jono. Horse, horse liniment. What is this, is, the 1920s? Uh, State have market yeah. share of that back in the day, wouldn't he? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway, yeah, everyone, everyone in Adelaide was certainly asking about you and wishing you well. Uh, and, of course, the great man has buzzed in from the top end. Stato, how are you? I'm very well. A little bit sus on Jono's story of uh, spraining his pelvis while he was in the car rather than shed 16, but... Um, uh, no, never let the truth get in the, the way. Of, yeah, yeah. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story, as they say. But uh, look, pity I uh, miss the um, uh, the enjoyment happening in Adelaide. But uh, the richest man in fantasy footy couldn't afford a a flight all the time to to head down Adelaide. Well, you probably would have got stuck on the tarmac like all those other people for twenty four hours or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, and the I, day before that'd be brutal. It would be, and and I will point out the accusation that I have uh, um, five hundred million stashed away in my super account was noted. I uh, did check my accounts; I'm only at seventy, so well clear of the five hundred. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. Well, look, if you ever have trouble um, getting getting down to Adelaide, you can usually. If you, I found out the hard way, being poor. I, I can't afford petrol. It's just uh, wristies in truck stops, and, and they'll take you to tail and bend. And uh, it's fine. It's fine. Bit of vaso, no dramas. Um, everyone who's bought the the draft kit and the the mock sites and all that sort of stuff, uh, thank you so much for your support. We'll have our last update for the draft kit this week. Uh, so that should be we'll have them, we'll have our ranks in tonight. So they should be out Thursday or Friday. It just depends when Cam pulls his finger out. Uh, so thank you for all your support there, and we'll have those rankings updated. And uh, the the vampire draft, the vampire draft was a lot of fun. Jono, uh, you are the vampire now. For for the you know, if you're listening, uh, we did a weird draft. So one person didn't draft, but they're the only person who gets access to the pool. Uh, Jono, you probably got more to pick from than I thought you would. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I haven't seen the teams drop yet, but. From what you're telling me, there's some still a good depth of um, midfielders, couple of handy rucks maybe, but as we know, there's a lot of guys that you know who don't get drafted and also bob out of the pool, sort of like we saw last year 
with Darcy Cameron and even the years before with like Aaron Hall and Jack Siebel who probably didn't get drafted but they certainly got role changes and absolutely pop so be good to mine that gold and hopefully leech on and uh, steal a few other people's players throughout the year yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how it goes um, and of course thanks to all the boys for catching up over there Warney and the, the traders for having us up and, and Doss for um, just his general general Dossness. <laughs> so just, that's the only way to describe It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Uh, and, of course, there were some practice matches. Any big rankings jumps before we briefly touch on uh, some of the midfield moves throughout the games? Any, Not sure any if, big if, moves for you? Oh, for me, Andy McGrath's probably shot up my board. Um, quite significantly. I had him in like the 30s and now he's up in the, the mid-teens. Um, that ball is going to be spending a lot of time in that Essendon defence and if he's going to be running it out, then I'm pretty keen to get a piece of that. Um, sliding track, Petraka ever so slightly. I think he's going to have a lot of t- more time forward. Um, and if we saw it from last year where they had a tight CBAs, I think they're going to open them up a bit this year, like I know it was a practice match and they had six periods, but they had Tom Sparrow and Cozzy Pickett um, and a couple other guys running through there. So probably wait for this week to see if they tighten that back up again. But um, I'm sort of looking at those guys if they do get that mid-time and tracks going down. Um, and Steve, I think you flagged it a week at the last rankings. You had Lockie Whitfield right up your board. Um, yeah, I'm read the articles and from what I read in the intra-club match that he's got that seagull roll of halfback again, so he's shot right up the board. But at the uh, detriment to, I think, coming, he's going down my board a little bit as well. Yeah, fair enough. Stato, any any quick moves for you? Yeah, there was, there was a bit. Um, I'm being really careful uh, to not be... Roy actionary, as it's been termed from the from the traders on on the match sim, knowing that we'll get a bit of a clearer picture with the with the formal practice games this weekend. But there were three uh, of interest, um, two that I had high, one that I hope to be high that I'm higher on now. So the two that were high that are that are slipping down a little bit. Um, firstly, is Hayden Young, so. Uh, unfortunately, it just might be a, a matter of circumstances in that game where um, for the first half, Adelaide only kicked two points, so we didn't really get to see this uh, kick in. But he was just pretty quiet uh, overall. Um, it certainly no, hasn't lost his either. Class. Yeah, which is, which is interesting, which I don't know whether that helps or hinders. Um, so we need to have a bit of a look-see. But I, I just expected that this time of year when you're probably a little bit less defensive. So thinking that, you know, he just might rack it up in the back line a bit. Um, had some really good patches last year. So I am quite high um, and inclusive in my salary cap teams and sort of after that performance going, not so good. Um, but let's see what happens this week. The next one's Tom Mitchell. Now, there's been a fair bit of talk, including quotes from Scott Penelbury, of how he was going to be used. Like many, I got sucked in that he had a bad role at Hawthorne. He's going to a club that needs assistance with clearances. We're going to see the Tom Mitchell of old come back and, you know, his scoring is going to pump right up there. So here I am putting him right up 
uh, near the top of the rankings. But all the talk is that he's going to play that role inside, um, but he won't be playing that 30 to 40 possession game, which he needs to get those points up. So if that's the case and uh, CBAs are around that sort of mid-range mark that he may not get the Tom Mitchell of old and noting that Collingwood uh, have shown last year that they weren't a, a big possession uh, team, that obviously it looks like it's happening to him. And last but not least, because I just haven't spoken about him enough during the preseason, Will Setterfield. Um, <laughs> he... He got the role. He got the CBAs over 70%. Uh, it's exactly what Essendon uh, wanted. Because of everyone else's negativity, I've probably had him a little bit lower in the ranks than my gut feel, the Jono hashtag gut feel. So I've put the gut feel in the wheel bag, uh, and I'm moving him up the rankings. He's got the role. They got him there for a reason, and he's going to play it. Were the Bombers missing anyone? I didn't really see too much of that game, the Bombers game. Were they missing? Yeah, I can tell you who they weren't missing, and that's Will Satterfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think the uh, the big move for me is I just can't get around Ben Keys anymore. He has to go. Yeah. go down. I sort of always suspected. Someone had to move out of that midfield. He seemed the likeliest candidate. They have to change something, obviously, heading into this year, especially with some of the guys that they're developing. I think everyone sort of expects Adelaide to be a little bit better this year, and they probably have the dynamics of a decent team going forward. And He might be one of those guys who the team outgrows at some point. Um, so, I, yeah, I'd expect him to be more forward. So he might pick up forward status and still be relevant, but I just can't have... I think I had him in the low teens, and, oh, and he's right. just going to sink. I think, yeah, um, 20s, and th- 20s or 30s, I had him around there, so... Yeah, I, I, I kept him safer than most people, but I think he's just going to be a complete punt at this point. Yeah, especially um, they had Laird, Berry as the main two guys, and then rotating that third through that midfield. Just having a look, having yeah. a look. So what they settle on this week, I think they're playing Fremantle or West Coast. I can't remember. One of those two. Yeah, uh, Jared Lyons just gone. Like I mean, I already had him down, but it's just it's just over. Yep, just over. Yeah. Absolutely. He finally uh, unfortunately. is. He finally is the steak knives he deserved to be, Johnny. But I'm still keeping him in our keeper league, Stephen. <laughs> I just can't let go of it. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, and it was. I probably I'll move Yo up a little bit, and um, always looking at the lottery ticket players and Tanner Brune. I don't expect him to get you know a full fully bona fide midfielder role in the season proper, but you like to see it. Is yeah, he don't forward you? listed or just mid only? Yeah, forward. Okay. Forward. So that's probably like if you compare that to say Sam Flanders. Gold Coast had Took missing, who's obviously a big chunk of that midfield. And, and Flanders played forward, he played wing, and that's fine. He's still got quite a bit of the ball, um, but I'm really looking for that inside inside time if I can find it in those lottery picks. Yeah, absolutely. If there's talking about lottery picks, you probably could throw Jai Kelly on there. I know he's had the salary cap height, but he seemed to roll straight through there uh, in that pracky match as well. 
He only had 24% of the CBAs. Cully or or Flanders? Cully. Okay. Still be weak. And that's with with Shuey missing as well. Yeah. Shuey will be playing, I think, defence this year from what I'm hearing. Bah. Coach speak. (laughs) Yeah. And and there's Gibney, who they want to spend some time with that, that didn't get the opportunity as well, so... Son of Rebecca, is it? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so there's a few other guys I wanted to have a quick um, quick chat about just with the, the roles and, and things like that through the, the practice matches. Errol Golden stayed hey. over. 73% just CBA, that's, that's a lot. Massive inside time. Uh, it didn't seem like that was going to be a thing, but is that going to be a thing or is that just Sydney are pretty notorious for not giving a rat's Ask about Toss the, bag. the preseason. Toss bag. Yeah. Um, well, you you look at the um, uh, the names, so it's not as if um, it wasn't the regular guys. So Parker had seventy, Goulden had seventy, uh, Robum fifty five, Warner forty four, Mills thirty three. Now the interesting one mm-hmm. is Mills, and Mills spent some time forward. So yeah. that. That is a, a, a bit of an interesting one, especially when we look at the second half of last year where basically he just got the licence to do what he want and found himself um, rolling down the defence a little bit. So I, I can't think of anyone that they're clearly missing out of that group. Um, Robert's had a, a bit of a go too, but I don't think he's best 22 yet, although I think he's close. Um, I just don't know if the 70 remains, but they have talked about letting the younger kids have greater opportunity, and that's why Mills will be flexible on what he does. So the young guys, Goulden, Robum, and Warner, those three um, were two, three, and four in the rotations. So um, they're doing what they said they were going to do. I just didn't know Goulden was one of the young fellas that they were going to put in there. But, look, he's clever. Um, he he uh, reads his way through traffic really well and has a great left foot. So third-year breakout, Gordon, may happen. Yeah, probably something I didn't... Pre- I think it's huge. Like, yeah. if he, you know, really goes from that fringe of the top 10 to pushing towards the top five in your, in the ranks. Yeah. So you, you think so, there's a clear four. Maybe he's number five. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Richmond seems super, super tight. Um, Jaden Short got a lot, yeah. and, and that's something we didn't see last year. Yeah. He was he was certainly more outside. That's something we've talked about. Other people have said he maybe he'll go back to half back, which uh, probably didn't seem, you know, they weren't training him there through the preseason. Um, but if he's getting that inside time, uh, should we be taking a bit of a deeper look at Jaden Short? Yeah, it's an interesting one because last year I think he s- scored better because of their system on the halfback. So maybe it caps him, and I think we saw that last year. Um, and I think if anyone's going to be their number one scorer, it's likely to be Taranto. Yeah, 100%. I took... Uh... Tirano at pick five stayed oui. in the in the draft. Well, no captains, no captains. Three, three, one, three. Good but, get. Uh, pretty, 
pretty big on Timmy Taranto. But I did see you got Millera, or was it Ben Long on people? for the bench? You got Millera the... and Long. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's a freeze out. You don't get Long. I regret. I don't regret <laughs> Millera. Yeah. Well, the thing is, so right, you don't get to use the waiver pool. So I was just looking for ultimate flexibility, and Ben Long defender forward. Uh, Miller uh, has forward, will get defender. So, so you can't use the waiver wire. So you went for people that have never had a bad injury history. Go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> oh, I've got Sam Walsh too. Well, you know, these things that well, <laughs> this next it didn't feel good at this. You're staring down some rough picks at that point in time. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so that, yeah. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> About 57 pirate lives deep. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Miller, good thinking. Get, get the sad music out, John O, for round two. Will do. Will do. I like to see that he's missing this week with person. Well, maybe it's not good thing he's missing with personal reasons, but he's not injured at least. Yeah. And and missing the the only practice games last year was a good omen for him. Ah, oh, fuck. He'll be all right. What was I thinking? <laughs> Obviously, what was I thinking? Oh man, I feel pretty. I felt pretty good about my team until you started talking. Sorry, mate. Apologies. Mark Blixarves, what a what a great snafu. Have we all just wiped one of the guys? I c- man, one of the guys must have the biggest set of balls ever. He's gone in with one ruck. Tristan X, the X Man. Yeah, that's it. Yep, I can't. Wow, that's amazing. Did anyone yeah. draft Christian Salem? Yeah, I think he went because they were talking he... about it on the Essendon St Kilda game. Uh, sorry, Melbourne St Kilda game. He missed four months last time with this issue. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I didn't draft him, but so I'm just like I've I'd... wiped him off my board now. After hearing that, like four months. That's see you later. Can, can we yeah. talk about the most impressive CBA um, attendee over the weekend? Who's that, mate? Sam that? Flanders at 8.7%. This man's on the rise. It's an indicator. It's all about the score build. He can do it everywhere. Exactly Forward, wing, right. mid. At two, two, from two CBAs, he gets it done. It, it, it's fact he was in there. Mm-hmm. Kicked a really good goal, though. He did. Two goals. Yeah, but the, the Daniel Wells type one, that was awesome. Someone on the Gold Coast Suns, I found some stats to three-quarter time. He was a leading ball winner for the Suns still. Wow. wow. So, so, you know. Yep. No, he's up there. Go fuck yourself. I haven't got him anywhere. <laughs> just, 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 even right. I'd say Alex Alex Davis is probably the better pick at this point. Yeah. Like, completely free. Yeah. Flanders is going in, like, the 13th round, and one's going to get midfield time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Anything else you guys want to talk about from the matches? Yeah. The um, the, the Will Day, 50%. It's been talked about all preseason. Yeah, good one. Is it real? Yep. No. You're going to get burnt. Like, like it's, it's like the Wayne Miller thing all over again. You're all... Getting on the hype, hype train, real stuff starts. No, not happening. The thing with these guys is, and different to the stupid listener league that I <laughs> thought of, is you can drop these guys. 
They're free. They're going in like the 16th round. You can just drop them. Mm. I I like it. I think it's a good pick. Oh, it's not going to cost you anything, but yeah. Like, who was missing that was that's really going to keep him out? Uh, I don't know. They played eight quarters, so it was hard to... I lost track after quarter six. I think it's fine. And um, the franchise, the franchise got all the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't get and all the points. missing a couple though. guys. No, he didn't. When your highlights are regulation 20-meter pass, that's pretty... And also trying to take on the tackler and ping for holding the ball, that's going to that's gonna cost you some points. Oh, he's getting some stank on him. Maybe he'll slide down the board. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, and I'd be fading a few St. Kilda players because they were putrid. Absolutely putrid. Um, they had a pretty good, they had a pretty tight CBAs with Crouch and Steele. And then they're just rotating that third, like Hunter Clark, Gresham. Um, I think Seb Ross was rolling through there for a little bit. So, again, pretty open, pretty open uh, midfield there at the starting bounce. Yeah, Stato loves uh, Crouch and, and Windhager. Windhager. Horrible, horrible disposal. So. For any super coaches out there, horrible disposal. Win- I'm on. I'm on Wanganeen Miller. I reckon he's going to pick up defender status. The ball will be down he there. Was, he was good, actually. He was good. And for the Murdoch ball, Oscar Allen going to be playing that deep forward. Get on. Get on it. Wait, what? Get on a deep forward? Yeah, he, all that. He's going to get getting plenty of ball. West Coast won't be shit. Yeah, they would. Well, they'll be better. They'll be. Hard to be worse. Wait, no, they'll be better if everyone stays fit. Nothing like a deep forward off an ACL. Yeah. Was it Sounds de- good. Sorry, it's was something. he ACL? I thought he was shoulder. Oh, whatever it was. Okay. Long-term injury. Yeah. Miller. Hey, one of them will work out. <laughs> Give me all the Millers. <laughs> Give me all. Anyway, we'll move on to the questions. We'll move on to the questions. Uh, Ninja Spoon, Barnacle Bills review after being in Adelaide. Also, rankings for Barnacle Bills. Okay, so the Barnacle Bills in Adelaide, this is, this is going to be tough, tough streets for me to admit. Uh, it's horrible because what happened was the highway where the show was is there's a Barnacle Bills literally next to it. So no excuses. Uh, Dossie. Ask Steve, can you come around? I want to put you in the music video. I live next to the place. You can go straight afterwards. Okay, no worries. Oh, do you want to do you want to see the cut before it goes out? Yeah, sure. His computer just doesn't work, much like ours when we come in to record the show. So I'm just sitting there, sitting there, waiting for this thing to never work. And in the end, I'm just racing. Don't even get a photo in front of Barnacle Bills, let alone food. And um. Yeah, it just didn't happen because I was getting picked up from Mrs. Mrs. Fizz picked me up. So obviously I was munted, so I couldn't drive back to the caravan park. And yeah, no barnacle bills. Oh, um, sorry. Go back to the video. Um, haven't seen it yet. Um, but by the time this goes out, it will be out in the public. I, I think it's tomorrow night, so Tuesday night, that they're going to release it. Um, everyone's saying it's his best he's ever done. I, so I hear. I never saw it. Oh. I mean, he played it at the thing, but I was off getting munted like a uh, like I alluded to, state. <laughs> is it all about himself this time? 
I've got that I think feeling. So. Right, right. So it's all about him winning the Lux. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I it, can't. He, he hasn't told us a confirm. thing, but I, I, I just assume because he's been carrying on this little snippet that when he was at the highway that he showed his history of ranking with Hef and then added on 2023 in number one. There's been a lot of talk that he's been going on about the Lux winner for this year. So I assume that's what he might have gone. Yeah, I think he was the star of the day, Dossie. Oh, good. He, um, yeah. Good, good, good. He probably played it better than me where I just got up and just abused Adelaide. Yeah, that, that was helpful. I, I actually watched that. <laughs> I, I could see you sucking on your dummy and uh, and abusing the crowd, which is pretty much Russ, what you do on this show. It's, it's, True to form. Well, got to keep the new listeners away. Suck on your dummy and, uh, well, normally it's spit it, um, but suck on your dummy and abuse the listeners. Brilliant, brilliant strategy. Uh, Russ, can you spout some invective about migrating from Ultimate to AFL Fantasy? No, I've actually been pretty happy. What, what I didn't know was how it was going to set up. So you used to the ultimate format with keepers. So it, it's pretty easy. But as a commissioner, um, as, as soon as I knew how to link, um, which was thanks to Coxie sent me the link, as soon as I could link um, to all my UF accounts, it was a piece of piss. And as you guys know, it's already finalised our keeper one, set up, done, not a problem. Yeah, it hasn't been hard. No. But, I mean, I would expect teething issues if you're going to try something like this. Yeah, and... It's pretty unprecedented. Yeah, and there'll be some things that they review at the end of the year that they'll add on for um, the options you can manage and look at. So it's a bit of suck and see. We're going to end up having a pretty good platform to do it. Yeah. Uh, Corey, is it worth starting a... Oh, I'm not. It's this is a salary. You you That's fell a, for it. You 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 didn't fall uh, no. for it on the tweet because you responded. You gave it the sus look, but you went to read oh, it like... this time. Well done, Real Corey. You've done him. You've done him Just... like um, Milera, Milera, <laughs> Milera, Malaria. All of all of all them. Of I think them. that's a that might be a Malera burner. Yeah. Uh, Oogie Woogie with more teams seemingly player. Playing a quicker brand of footy will the downward trend of the number of hundred averaging players continue in twenty twenty three? Wow, that's a it's a really good question. It seems to be the case, but when we're doing our preseason previews, we look at all the content holders. We're all assuming there's going to be more, not less. Um, but uh, unlike other models, the scoring isn't. Uh, flat each week. It's depending on um, the performances of the players. Who knows? But the trend seems to be more to the Richmond model um, because they've been the most successful clubs in the, in the last few years. Um, but it'll trend away in a different model soon enough. Yeah, I don't... i got a couple of thoughts on that. And one is I, I sort of faded St Kilda players a little bit more than you have. But the other thing is you've actually got uh, retread coaches coming back in this year, which is a little bit different. Yeah. So they might fall back into old habits. Everyone wants to play fast until they can't stay, though. Yeah. Which is like round four. 
<laughs> and a lot of people at shed sixteen. <laughs> they want to. They do play fast, fast and loose and hard. <laughs> Nothington Post. Who have like, you adjusted based on the practice games? Yeah. Well, we've just spoke about That's it. Right. What was that one? What was the question? Who have we? Adjusted? Who did we adjust uh, based on the practice games? I think, well, the practice games come up this one. This was matching this week. Um, the, oh, I, I think yeah. the practice games will have a bigger influence, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. So you don't think, you don't think Tom Green's getting 50 touches every week? No, not against, he's not playing against his twos. Warren Waterhouse, SC question, going off I couldn't work out this was a salary or not. Going off this weekend's prac, he's picking M2 out of Tom Green, Liber, and UDL. LDU. Reckon Wines has a little stank. That can't be a salary, salary cap question. question. That is a salary cap question. For M2? You think? No. You're getting yeah, better players for salary M2. cap as the M2. No, not a pen. Yeah, but who would you maybe... You sort of got an idea which who's going to come back to you, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Liber. LDU, Liber. Yeah, they're all. I'd end up with any of them. They're fine. Who do you rank? Wait, what is going on? Who do you... these are all? Who do you rank higher out of Petraka and Parish in Supercoach? There you go. That's a salary cap. Um... No, it's not. Who do you rank higher out of Petraka and Parish in Supercoach? I think they're pretty even with me now. I did drop track. So they're going to be on par with each other. But maybe Parrish just ahead of Petraka? Sorry, if... I'm could, the other way. Is this from SC Junkie? Yeah, but I framed it pretty nicely. Yeah, but if you read the last sentence of that, or maybe I get both ah. and try and fit the salary. He's got us. Fucking, weren't you in a meeting tonight, Stavo? <laughs> I was. Miller up. I mean, sorry. I have Petraka just in front. BJ, after drafts, what? which positions waiver pool will be the weakest and which is the strongest? God. Um, at, at the moment, this sounds weird, but I'm doing a keeper league uh, 12 team. We're up to pick 280. Oscar McAnooney is still in the rucks and plenty of um, options there. So I actually think punting the rucks work. There's still rucks at that position. Um, Forwards are the weakest. Mm. But, and I always feel, when I say that, because I always feel defenders come out of the woodwork. The easiest to get off the waiver each season um, has always been for me um, the defenders. I think yeah, forwards and mids will probably thin out real quick. Yep. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd hundred percent agree, hundred um, percent. But that being said, the forwards emerge. You just don't know who Correct. they are just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, it's a very yeah. valid point. Uh, Aaron, keep a question: Who would you pick, Barry Hopper or Holmes? From what we're seeing, Barry. Sam Barry or Jay Barry? Yeah, I, I'm assuming Sam. But Sam Barry, 
Yeah, Berry Hopper, and then third one. Frio, Cam, what do you regret most about your time running the Draft Doctors? <laughs> well, do we want to answer that for him on this week? <laughs> See, he's not here. All it was nice of him it. to leave us in charge. All of it. Matt, how real are the role changes we saw some pl- some from some players in the practice matches? For example, could we bump a day Goulden and or Dacos up a bit based on some CBAs? Don't know if Dacos, Dacos could be bumped up much. Um, he's pretty high already. Uh, day and Goulden, yes, we've talked about Goulden before. Um, and the feeling is Jono's still a bit shaky on, on Will Day, but I think it's worthwhile a late punt on him in a draft. That's why I've got him so low, but agreed. You just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but also just the people ahead of him. Like I know he's moved into the midfield, but they've got a lot of young guys going there, whether it sticks, are they just trying him? <laughs> like It's just all pre-season talk until until I actually see it either this week and round one and two, then I don't buy it. I just say I'm happy to be wrong if it does happen. Well, what's no, happened with I ne- I Connor? Never, I, I never apologise. What's happened with Connor Stevens that they got Cooper from... Stevens. Cooper, Cooper Stevens. Cooper Stevens that they got from Geelong. No idea. What's happened to him? No idea. No idea. He, didn't, he hasn't been seen, has he? I haven't heard any not, talk about it. No. 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 Uh, Connor... Get to keep one keeper from last year. Would you go Andrew Brayshaw or McRae in the inferior Supercoach format? I'd go Brayshaw. Younger, upside. I'd probably take McRae. If you're only keeping one each year, it's probably... I don't think Brayshaw's a... I'm yet to see him be the 120 Supercoach player. I mean, I don't think he'll be that consistently, but he'll he'll be... He might hit there once, but then I think he'll be that 112 to 116 guy throughout his career. All his balls, most of his possessions are outside. I understand that. I understand it, that. Is, is McRae playing some time at half forward a concern? No. Okay. We can just back him in? Yeah, look, you got to start have a starting position somewhere and rest on field somewhere. So I think that's just sort of his resting position. Like him and Bont might swap from middle to half forward sort of thing. Like they'll work in a pair together and Bailey Smith and Toby McLean might work as a pair together where one goes forward, one goes in the midfield, that sort of thing. That's how I'd probably see it happening for a lot of teams, to be honest. I'm just a bit hotter on McRae than most people, I think. I've got him still fairly high on McRae, so I'm happy to take him, but I just think... Yeah. Yeah. The better younger, the younger, younger players, play. better yeah. pick. Fair enough. Levi got picked ten in a fourteen team five seven one five four draft. Should I just get two decent mids early? Yes. Yes. Although, <laughs> <laughs> although um, one of the four top. Forwards, if they're there, I'd snaffle one of them in his second pick. Only, only the the top four. Mm. 
So Taranto, yeah, Cogs, Dunks, uh, Dunks, well, Dunks is, probably Dunks, wouldn't be there. Dun- yeah, Dunks won't get there, and and Connor. So Oh no, I got more and good and at picks. Just check it out. Next question, Steve. Uh, sorry, no, I've got it here. Twenty-three, I got Dylan Moore, and thirty-eight, I got Errol Goulden. Not bad. Yeah, I just think if you don't get a forward there, what's your F one going to look like? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be shit. Mm. So one like one mid, one forward. That's pick 38 by that point. Yeah. So. Yeah, one mid, I one think. forward. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it'd be around there. Anyway. Uh, Michael, Fantasy Stonecutters, 14 teams. Yes, too many. 3, 4, 1, 3. Snake Draft, I magically got first pick this year, Dunkley or Laird? Hmm. Well, was it three one three, three four, four one three. three? Take fourteen teams though. Take the forward. Take Dunkley. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. But geez, what what number is his second pick? Twenty eight. Yeah, you still get something Fuck. decent there. You might get a Josh Kelly or something on the way back. Yeah. Okay. We're seeing um. We're seeing butters get into that range. If you can roll that dice. Mm, that's true. That's true. Or even a Heaney if you're pretty if you yeah, happy with D- what he's gonna do. Dunkley has the potential to be the highest scorer. Correct. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent right. Hundred percent. And he is a forward which is gonna thin out. And and I yeah. I would get him and then go back to back mids twenty eight, yeah. twenty nine. I probably wouldn't have a set I hate having a set mind. Yeah, it depends who's there, yeah. but yeah. but look, you're gonna you're gonna get some pretty good players at, at, at that range in the midfield. Oh, yeah, look, I'll just have. If a, you do that, what's what's your um what's your D one look like at fifty of six? So these are the midfielders coming through after twenty eight. Well, Darcy Parish went twenty six. Tom Mitchell twenty nine, but we've talked about him before. Lockie Neal thirty. Josh Kelly, 33. Chad Warner, 36. Jai Simpkin, 39. Patrick Cripps, 40. Brad yeah. Crouch, 43. I'd um, be happy with Tom, Neil. Neil or Warner or someone like yeah. that. Or Kelly. I'd be happy with either three of them. And Tom Green, 45. I'd bet in a 14-team league you'd get a bit of a push-up of rocks as well. Mm-hmm. So you might yeah. even get those more mids slide down a little bit more. Yeah. It's interesting the Rucks people are putting shit on us. Like Cam got Royal Marshall in the third round of his draft. I got Royal Marshall in the third round of my draft. I that's where they're starting to go. Yeah. So interesting. Mini Monk. How is the pump and dump of Flanders stonks going? Eight point seven percent. You can't get any hotter than that. That's good inflation. Hey, look, if someone else takes them, it means another pick falls to you. Joel, if my league is too big for the sim, am I a certified seeker? <laughs> yes, you are. Absolutely. Oh, wow. 
That goes up to 18, doesn't it, Joel? 18 teams, but it might be the personnel that they're drafting. Fuck, man. Joel, what is wrong? 20 teams? 20, yeah, Joel. 20 teams. Far out. I hope... I hope he's going that three four one three format. If he's going two, two five rucks. five seven <laughs> two five, forty rucks uh, are going to get selected on field. All right, Frio, biggest surprise from the listener league draft. You were there, not uh, us. I can't. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There wasn't. I'd say probably Rowan Marshall being the first ruck off the board in round three. That was pretty surprising to me. Um, it was a pretty straight bat, to be honest. But the most surprising thing was how much it just followed my draft sheet. So I'm like, man, you guys all just copied my ranks, didn't you? <laughs> um, probably Elijah Holland's getting drafted. I didn't think he needed to be drafted. Like mm-hmm. we only drafted Miller got sort drafted. of fifty-ish 50, 50, mids. Just shut the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> we only drafted fifty-ish mids. I didn't think he's a top 50 mid like you still got you know taylor out like i mean taylor adams okay maybe he's not a great pick but those sort of sort of guys Dangerfield, i think still there okay. um yeah someone only having tristan tristan x as their ruckman probably surprised me i would have wanted to i mean i got blixar super late well relative to where i have him i thought he was a Valuable with that mid ruck status. Mm, yeah, for sure. It was a good draft. It was a good draft. The guys are all over it. So, what you want? That's um, what you want. Yeah, that that was that was super keen. So, no, I really enjoyed it. I reckon it'll be a sick league yet again. Um, what the fuck happened with Cam's draft stacked with top end talent? So Cam had his home league draft, and um, people were sort of getting into him because they felt it was too good. Well, maybe he's picked his home league very well. <laughs> he, um, I didn't. I think some people look at drafts like people don't do wild things. Like I didn't think it was this amazing, amazingly out of line draft. Did he actually good. pick those players, or he just tried to list what the best looking squad? Was? No, no, he was tweeting it out. No, no, no. It looked, I, oh. but. Did you see the draft, Johnny? No, no, no. After, after I think when we were in lockdown and he streamed his draft one year, that was enough for me. Like, yeah, I saw was... him kiss a shoey as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was that wild, to no. be honest. Yeah. No. Uh, like his teams, his teams, Duncan, Yo, Rich, Weller, Newman. Like Newman's... we're seeing if everyone's drafting. Wow. Mids and forwards, you're going to get defenders dropped. There's a lot of so, risk in that defensive line. It's a bit risky. It's a bit risky. Yeah. Uh, Steele, Parrish, Newcomb, Hewitt, Shield, Kelly, Adams, which that's normal. Yep. Roma, then Rosie, Martin, Flanders, Powell, Shields. It's, it's just completely normal to yeah, me. Fine. Yeah. I think his defence and forward line could burn him. Yeah, yeah. It, I'd say it's hard, going to be hard to look at a five-player forward line and go, "That's sick from top to bottom." Yeah, 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 yeah. Spot on. So, 
Um, and is Steve a confirmed fraud after smiling again for the traders kit, plus being in a live show where Classic was surely the main topic? Yes, I am a fraud. I reckon it was just like the Simpsons where, is it Tom Jones is being held at gunpoint? Just smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> the Barnacle Bills thing is the one that killed me. No good? Just not, not getting there. Oh, did you miss that story? I did miss that story. Oh. Surly, how did you how do you recover if you punted Ruck so hard that you ended up with Lloyd Meek? <laughs> You'll be uh, fine. You'll be fine. If you get that is that is hard punting. Seriously. Sparksy, Cam, how'd you come up with the idea for the podcast? What made you choose Stevie <laughs> State or Jono to co host? It was a deep vetting process, I think, by Cam, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yep. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, well done, the Cam, one of the most influential people. Absolutely. The whisper, the whisper was that the man who picks the influencers was there, <laughs> and he did. Uh, and he didn't say hi to me. Did he apologise to you at all? No, I said, "Man, we're going to get twelve months out of this bit." <laughs> um. No, I didn't actually speak to him, which was... <laughs> anyway, um, there's a salary cap question. I see it. That's the last question, and I've seen it. Can't get... Can't Call him out. Fool me once. Call him out. Fool me, fool me 47 times. <laughs> I'm on to you. Is this yay boy? Yeah. We done? Yep. Hey? We done? That's it. Right. That's it, man. That's it. Pre-season over. No, it's not. We've got one oh, one, no, more. One, one more. more week. Well, yeah, there's one more week for us to move up the ranks in the Cayman Islands charts. <laughs> That's it. That's right, listeners. Thank you for making us the number three fantasy sports podcast in the Cayman Islands, where Stato <laughs> has his millions and millions. In my super. In yeah, he yeah, transfers it back and forth between the Caymans and super. <laughs> Uh, leverage those assets data. All right. Thanks listeners. And, um, yeah, make sure you get those updated ranks. Uh, if you got the draft kit, please don't delete your emails and, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the draft doctors podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.